0: Here's a look at First News. It's fair. It's accurate. You get the damn truth. Attorneys are set to make their closing arguments today at Kyle Rittenhouse's trial on the shootings of three men during a Black Lives Matter riot in Kenosha, Wisconsin. The arguments will be the last word of some two weeks of courtroom drama. Jury begins deliberating the case today. Rittenhouse is 17, faces charges ranging from intentional homicide, could mean life in prison, to weapons charges. Experts say the prosecutors, though, struggled to poke holes in the claims of self-defense. They asked a judge to allow the jury to consider several lesser charges, now in addition to those that were originally brought at that trial. A nine-year-old Dallas boy has become the youngest person to die from injuries in the crowd surge at the Astroworlds Festival. Blunt of Dallas died Sunday at Children's Hospital. Family attorney said he was placed on medically induced coma, suffered serious injuries in that crush of fans during the performance of rapper Travis Scott. Police in Italy are conducting searches today against 17 anti-vaccine activists who purportedly affiliated with a telegram chat that espoused violence against government medical and media figures for their support of COVID-19. The chat group had tens of thousands of members. They're going after them. European Union is expanding their sanctions against Belarus to now include airlines, travel agents, and other individuals trying to get migrants into Europe. The EU has already slapped a series of sanctions on a couple officials there, fraudulent elections last year. Foreign ministers agreed Monday to adjust the sanction criteria to include companies like people accused of involvement in migrant standoffs at the borders with Belarus, Poland, Latvia, Lithuania. A stock exchange set up in the Chinese capital of Beijing to serve entrepreneurs has opened trading with some 81 companies amid a crackdown on tech giants that wiped out more than a trillion dollars off their market value. The Beijing Stock Exchange joins other mainland Chinese exchanges in Shanghai. They're mostly off-limits, though, to foreign investors. Oh, India has begun allowing fully vaccinated tourists to enter the country now on regular flights. Easing of coronavirus restrictions... It's the first time India has allowed foreign tourists to be on commercial flights to enter the country since March of last year. That's when they imposed one of the toughest lockdowns to try to contain the pandemic. The moves there are expected to boost tourism and the hospitality sector, which has been battered by the pandemic in India. Some Catholic bishops in the United States are persisting with criticism of President Biden for his support of killing babies. At the bishop's conference, they are likely to avoid direct criticism of him at its upcoming national meeting. The agenda includes a teaching document about the sacrament of communion. Work on the document coincided with the debate among the bishops as to whether Joe Biden is unworthy of receiving communion or not. The draft of the document circulating ahead of next week meetings breaks little new ground on it. You know, that's something that the head of the Catholic Church did not discuss when he met Joe Biden. Mm. And that should have been the very first thing that the pontiff discussed with the president. Dubai International Airport, the world's busiest for international travel, has handled 20% more passengers in the third quarter of 21 compared to the same period last year, according to their airport chief. The airport saw 86.4 million people squeeze through before the coronavirus hit in 2019. So far, has welcomed 20.7 million this year. Represents a sharp turn in fortunes. 86 million people through that airport in one year. 86 million in one year. That's a lot. That's, uh, that's a quarter million a day. A little more than Billings. (laughs) Deer and company officials have now reached a third contract agreement with workers that they will vote on soon. The United Auto Workers said the contract with the ag and construction machinery giant includes some modifications after they rejected, folks, a 10% pay raise. The company said, look, last, best, and final offer, 10,000 workers. 12 facilities, Iowa, Illinois, Kansas. Two years after the pandemic, Carnival Cruise Line will restart all of their operations. 22 of their ships will be back in operation by March. The first Saturday of the month, they plan on sailing Automobile, Alabama. Their mayor said the city is thrilled by the news. Cruising brings in $6 billion in gross revenues to their city. Not expected uh, to be paid off uh, their debt until 2030 with some of the new ships and new terminals that they have, including the one in Alabama, but they need to sail again. Shares were mixed on the Asian stock market today. Inflation setting in a little bit. Tokyo, Seoul fell. Hong Kong, Shanghai all up. On Friday, stocks on Wall Street Closed a little higher, but for the week ended lower. Investors will be shifting their focus to corporate earnings reports coming out later on today. Japan's economy shrank at a three percent annual rate July through September. Their gross domestic product, which measures the value of the nation's product and services, was down a little less than one tenth of one percent. They are the world's third largest economy. At a big ceremony today at the White House as Joe Biden was expected to sign his big one trillion dollar infrastructure plan, a plan that would not have passed if 13 Republicans would not have crossed into enemy territory and approved that one. He'll be signing it today, big pomp and circumstance, all slated for the White House. Pelosi. Schumer, other members of the party will be invited there. They'll all get a pen that you and I pay for. Part of the deal, I'm sure. An appeals court has ruled part of Montana's minor party ballot access law is unconstitutional. The Green Party challenged the rules under which minor parties must gather signatures in order to qualify for the ballot. Well, the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals ruled that Montana's law wrongly leads to a large difference in the number of signatures required in what should be a similar size population of state house districts. Montana law requires minor parties to gather the signatures of 5% of the number of people who cast their votes for the candidate who won the most recent gubernatorial election. Signatures must be gathered in at least 34 of the 100 different districts that we have. Glacier Park Superintendent Jeff Mao is retiring from the National Park Service at the end of the year. He led the park for eight years. He's dealt with wildfires, rebuilding a chalet, record visitation for the first time Glacier Park adopted a ticketed entry system for the summer to limit the traffic on the going to the sun road and other roads. He's worked for the park service for 33 years, said he's retiring to spend more time with his dad, who is 98. And he will be free to visit his son, who is moving abroad, too, giving more time for the things that he wants to do. Since lake trout were artificially introduced to Flathead Lake in the early 20th century, the non-native fish has become popular with fishermen because they reach huge sizes. They've also spread throughout the Flathead River Basin, but they're invading strongholds of native bull trout. As a result, the bull trout populations in many lakes has crashed. A new study from the university of montana's flathead lake biological station shows how big the impact a species can have on a regional waterway it also could help wildlife managers figure out how to make a difference does anybody ever do a new study on how big an impact that illegal immigrants could have on an established country here here We got all this money for impacts of a non-native species moving into a lake. I'm just saying we know it's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars on our infrastructure, our schools, our medical facilities, housing, everything. We do it with fish, folks. We do it with fish all the time. Let's see here. Um, There is a new Asian-American Muppet. In Sesame Street. And uh, they're going to introduce that now. I don't even know what the character's going to be, but they'll be putting that into the new Muppets. 52 years the Muppets have been on. 52 years. Wow. The Muppets uh been around. And the zoo in Western German city of Gleisenkirchen has proudly presented three female lion cubs born in early October. Visitors can now meet Jamelia, Kumani, and Malekia. Those are not German names. <laughs> the Cubs played on Monday under the watchful eyes of their mother, Fiona, who was brought to the zoo two years ago from a zoo in Sweden along with her sister. Listen to this. Her sister. Their father <laughs> has been separated from the rest of the family. He can only see his offspring through a pane of glass for now. So his father, the father has visitation rights. The father should have got a better lawyer, it sounds like. Yeah, it, apparently, because the mother came out smelling like the rose on uh-huh. this one. But her three daughters are uh, are doing fine so far. But they're getting help from the zoo as well to make it, because their father's a jerk and he didn't give them near enough. Um, but anyway, there's three new cubs out there. And uh, it says lion. I wonder what kind of cubs they are. If they're just, what kind of lions? Um, they're just regular lions, or or they're white Bengal tiger lions, or what they are. But they have them over at the zoo in Germany. In sports, Kansas was a thirty-one point underdog in their game over the weekend against Texas, and they had to go to overtime, and they win the game fifty-seven fifty-six. Fifty-seven to fifty-six, and it's the uh, it's the first time that uh, that Kansas has uh, beat anybody uh, like that in a very very long time. Two-point conversion at the end of the game by a walk-on guy that just decided to go to their school for no good reason. Mm-hmm. So if you're a Texas guy, you had a bad weekend. <laughs> the walk-on guy, <laughs> hey, Durbowski, you're in. <laughs> That's right. Everybody's beat up. Everybody's <laughs> bruised. We got broken fingers at you. Just you got it. You got to get in there. <laughs> We're the guys in the kind of purplish, bluish uniforms. All right, that's us. Wow. From the weather center today, mild day, sixty-seven degrees. Uh, might be a little breezy though at times. High wind warning starting at midnight tonight runs through tomorrow. Keep that in mind. You're hauling a load of canoes or something up there towards Livingston. I wouldn't. Forty-eight tomorrow. Forty on Wednesday. 42 Thursday, Friday, Thanksgiving or Flakesgiving Day when we put all the meals together and assemble everything. 53 and uh, partly sunny Friday. So we should get a good deal for that. We got our first donation this morning, which is good. So Got another 100 during news. Oh, good. So now we're only $44,800 away from paying our bill. Mm Mm-hmm. We've got a long way to go, folks. Two four eight five six six five is our number. And thanks for helping out here this week at the CAT 102.9 on your FM dial.